0: The show begins. Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast.
1: Life is a journey. Spirit of EQ helps shape and guide the road ahead for individuals, leaders, teams, and organizations striving to realize their full potential through emotional intelligence. Spirit of EQ is a coaching and consulting company that assists individuals and businesses to reach their full potential by developing emotional intelligence. In business, managers and leaders recognize the value of training to develop leadership skills. What they may not realize is that those skills are far more effective when they pay attention to not only performance, but also to people. Emotional intelligence is a crucial skill because people drive performance and emotions drive people.
0: Today is part two of our episode on Under Pressure. And joining me, as always, is Jeff East with the Spirit of EQ. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Eric, and everyone out there. So, Jeff, uh, I still can't get under pressure from Queen out of my head, but that's a good thing because it's a great song. Right. But we're not here to rehash what we talked about in the last episode. No. But let's talk a little bit about circumstances. And one thing that's interesting to me about 2020 has been that Many of the things that have happened, events, situations, what have you, have been totally out of our control, and they're just circumstances. They just are there, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And I've had conversations with some of our clients in sessions, right, where we talk about this idea about how can we be well despite our circumstances? How can you be well even if circumstances aren't going the way that you want you thought we going to go. You, you know, that were looking like they were going to go. Whatever the case may be, because one thing that's really struck me is that if I can only be at my best and be well when things circumstances line up for me, I'm probably going to have a lot of trouble.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. You know, when the going is easy, it's it's easy to be doing well and. We want to do better.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, here w- in the United States, you know, depending on the state that you're in, um, we had a period of time where, you know, there was a very strong call, at least as it relates to COVID 19, that we were going to flatten the curve. And once we flatten the curve, make sure the hospital's not overrun, make sure that with the vulnerable or protective, what have you, that we could kind of get to some new normal, I guess if I can call it that, uh, whatever that was going to look like. But it seems to have dragged on a bit. Mm -hmm. And I know those of you out in California are different than those of you in New York versus Ohio versus Florida, on and on and on. It still remains. It's the circumstance, Jeff. So, as it relates to emotional intelligence, which I think is a very key thing to help navigate this idea of how can I be well? How can mm-hmm. I be my best self even though around me things are not the best, right? So let's go and look at those competencies again. And, and I'm, I'm not I'm not going in there and there's in, in the sense of let's go through each one of them. But in your mind, think of one that leaps out to you that, that might help someone – who genuinely says, I do want to be my best self despite all the circumstantial mm. stuff.
1: How about intrinsic motivation?
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Unwrap that a little bit more. Intrinsic motivation is what is inside of you that's driving you, what's, what's causing you to make the decisions or take the actions that you do. Mm-hmm. So there's intrinsic motivation, which is from yourself. Yep. Uh, from your background, from your experience, and then there's extrinsic motivation. That's where outside influences are making you make the decisions or take the actions that you're taking. Mm-hmm. and they could be Finn's family, social media, TV, a book you read, whatever. And I think we need to to get through this is to to stay inside ourselves,
0: uh, not selfishly or anything like that, but um Almost a close monitoring of, yeah. of of how things are going, how mm-hmm. you're thinking, what you're what you're um, what you're doing with your thinking, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that that's a good one, um, and I, I guess the difficulty, and I, I'm trying to put myself in the position uh, in the shoes of those you know who might be listening. Uh, what if all your life you've kind of been taught or you know, market it to that, well, things are good when they go your way, and things are bad when they don't. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah.
1: Uh, we've all kind of been taught that in yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but we need to look at it with the circumstances mm-hmm. you know, that you're in right now. Uh, Maybe you can't do anything about those circumstances, Mm -hmm. and uh, you have to just take it. And being able to keep focused on who you are will help that. Don't let it change you.
0: Yeah. Is there a possibility that we may find a great breakthrough in a time of – the misalignment between circumstances and and our expectations and, and things of that nature. Yeah, it, it could be a lot of different things. It could be,
1: uh, you know, a friend says, you know, why don't you try meditating for a half an hour every day? Mm-hmm. And you go, wow, that works. And that could be part of your uh, post-COVID life. Yeah. That's a breakthrough. Uh, it, it might help you hone some other skill Mm -hmm. maybe you've always wanted to cook yeah and you've never had the time because of work and kids
0: and you know yeah because you go to a point um because circumstances eventually change Mm -hmm. um i i would not foresee that 2020 is going to be what the rest of our days ahead will be like i surely hope not (laughs) So when things get, quote, better, or more normal, as we might define Mm -hmm. it, and I was thinking about this the other day, uh, I mentioned in a previous episode, uh, I think it was the previous part one of this episode, uh, was, uh, songwriting Mm -hmm. and how I, that sent off these songs to this musician friend of mine in North Carolina. And, um, he's like a lot of people, he's got more time right now, you Mm know, um, and, uh, it, it it came across to me that you know it, things quote get back to normal and he's back at his pace from previous will he have time to work on a song right or will he have time to meditate as you just uh, mm-hmm. gave the example of because part of me has always been a little nervous about our country and that we forget the lessons forget the breakthroughs that we that we gained mm. Do, does that make yeah. sense? And, and, and
1: thinking about what you just said, uh, pay attention. You know, we, we have the competency of emotional literacy. Yeah. Pay attention to what feelings you're having when you're doing those things. Mm. You know, how do I feel when I get out of doing meditation? Yep. Uh, Wow, that's I feel really good when mm-hmm. I do that and, and hang on to that, and you know that could become a pattern now. You and know, I
0: feel I... like a, a, a great thing that everyone out there can do, and, and I mean it ultimately requires you to have a pad of paper and a pen. It's mm-hmm. as basic as that. Write that down, mm-hmm. and and have it in a place where it's accessible, where you can go back to that and, and remind yourself, I felt X when I did Y. You know, I was relaxed and motivated. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. You know, and, and you know, whatever it is, if you like, I said, you decide. Okay, I've got time to really do some cooking, and you start making homemade meals for your family, and you go, "Man, they really appreciated that." I'm going to have to make time, even if it's just once a week, to do that because I felt so good. You know, what you know, it could be anything that that. Gives you energy? Yeah, it gives you energy. You know, some people call it juice, whatever it is. What is it that that can keep you moving?
0: Because my motivation here, Jeff, in uh, us talking about circumstances, even pre-COVID, I can think about in my own life where I've had those periods where it seemed like I could do no wrong and everything went my way. And then I've had those periods where I don't think I could have. I mean, I couldn't get one person to call me back, Mm -hmm. right? And I've always wanted to live the kind of life that someone could look back and go, you know, Eric, even when things were really bad for you, you still were Eric. And even when you were doing really, really well, you were still Eric. And I think, and I may be off here, um, I think most people... That's what they want. They want to be able to be their best version, even in the times when it doesn't go their way, mm-hmm. as they want to be that best version when things are going their way. And that's kind of where I'm, I'm wanting to take this, right? Right. For us. And 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 looking at, certainly here in our show, the, the, through the lens of emotional intelligence. Right. Um, so what do you think about this idea? Because uh, I, I have some family members who... Really, really value control. <laughs> now, Jeff, such an illusionary yes, thing. Well, see, and Jeff, you, you just—you ruined it I because sorry. I was about ready to say, and Jeff, I know you know, <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. It is. But and maybe you know people in your family or network of people who they hold on to this illusionary thing called control, right? So, Jeff. Um, is there anything that we have control over in your mind? Yeah. Okay. What, what do we have control over? We have
1: control over how we react to things Okay. if we put the work into it.
0: Okay. So if we've built a practice, if we've built a habit, um, we are given the control over how we react to yeah, whatever. I, I can't control you if I want you to do something. Right.
1: I can coerce you and make you do it or something like that. But Mm -hmm. I really can't control how you're going to react to a situation. I can't control how that
0: person's driving next to me. All I can control is what I do. Okay, Jeff, let's bring that home a little bit to something that um, I think will kind of illuminate what you just said. So, Jeff, um, you asked me whether or not I can host the show on my own uh, in the next recording. Mm -hmm. And I go – Jeff, I just don't feel comfortable doing it alone. I, You know, the show is you and me, and that's when we need to do it. So if you can't do it, we'll just have to reschedule. Right. What control do you have in that situation?
1: I can – what I can do is say something like, okay, I understand, Eric, but I've listened to you, and I feel strongly that you can handle this one on your own, that – I have no fear that it's going to go off the rails any more than when we do it together, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that I'm comfortable with that.
0: So So that's what you can do, mm -hmm. right? But as I know everybody out there in the audience, you realize I might be in a position where I'm totally petrified of the idea, and I am not going to do it. Okay. And then you have control over.
1: Okay. Let's get with Brett, our producer, and let's see if we can find another time.
0: Boom. Boom. Mm -hmm. Now, that that doesn't mean it was optimal for you. The circumstance of it is still kind of – because maybe you had a really good reason or why you wanted me to take the load, mm -hmm. right? But you exercised what was in your control.
1: Yeah, and then then I can take it further, and and this would be hard for me. Mm -hmm. But when we do that episode, I might pull back a little bit and let you handle more of it. And Mm -hmm. I go, see, Eric – you don't need me for this one. I mean, I love working with you, but there's going to be times when right. this is what it's going to be. And, yeah. you yeah. know, so th- there's a lot of ways you can do that. Yeah. That's what I can control. I can't control how you're going to react to it.
0: Yeah, and and it, it goes – other examples would be, like you said, the driving thing. Uh, you know, if somebody in front of you is going below the speed limit, um, there's only so much control you have over it. And, and quite frankly, if you take what you think is control in that situation <laughs> – you may find out very quickly.
1: <laughs> it'll it'll uh, get you a, a ride in the back of a police car, possibly.
0: Right. <laughs> we or don't want a that. nice $200 ticket, right? Yes. <laughs> so um, I, I think most would probably say, yeah, I get it. We, we really don't have much control over, over things. We certainly don't have control um, over these large circumstances of 2020. No. Right? Um, and I, I read a quote. Uh, this was – This has been um, probably maybe four or five years ago. Uh, This gentleman um, worked in um, the Obama administration, and he was being interviewed, and they were talking about, you know, it seems like every time we get into that four-year cycle or or the fourth year of the re-election or the election of a president, that everything just goes super negative, off the rails, blah, blah, blah. And he said something I thought was so profound. He said, unfortunately, he believes that politics has been allowed to take a place in our soul that it was never intended to. And I remember reading that going, he just described our country, Mm -hmm. or at least a significant part of our country. And the reality is, Jeff, whether I love Joe Biden or hate Donald Trump or vice versa, the only control I have... ...is what I do, either voting early, absentee, or on election day.
1: hmm
0: That's it. So why am I getting so wound up? Why do I want to watch every single story as it eats away at my soul? <laughs>
1: because we need... And I'm going to
0: interrupt you, Jeff. Okay. By the way, audience, this is not a political episode. No, no, this no. This is all by use of example right. analogy. <laughs>
1: I think sometimes we want to have validation f- for our feelings.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Everybody is feeling like this, so it's okay. All right. Uh, we might want t- to take some joy in some other people's failings. Uh, is it shaden, food? I can't say it right. Mm. There's a German word for that where okay. you take joy in others' pain.
0: Okay. Uh, because, wow. because,
1: yeah. because if you're feeling that,
0: then you're better than the other people. But it's still an illusion, right? That you don't have any control. No, you don't. Yeah, it's just it's, you don't. So I, I bring that up uh, primarily to, to, to sort of connect it to the circumstance. If we can get to a place where we can, I guess, cognitively say, you know what? There's very few things I have control over. And I got to look at my circumstances and I got to go, what responsibility control do I have over an event that happened in Northern California or what happened in Southern Florida? Whatever the case may be, then maybe we can start to grapple with some of those emotions, right, Mm -hmm. that are coming at us and those messages we're getting from our multiple sources of media – that invite us to try to take control of something that we can't.
1: There's a word, and I like my own definition, is is, pragmatic, Mm. where you look at things with reality. And if you start looking at these things, understanding the reality of it, then you might start understanding that I really can't do anything about that other than how I react to it. That's the only thing I can have anything to do with, and that's the reality of these situations, that uh, no matter how much I dislike this candidate or that candidate, I'm really not going to change it. I'm not going to – if you like one candidate and I like the other, I'm probably not going to be able to change you.
0: Yeah, and I like the I like the idea of you know it's sort of the uh, around if what I'm doing with what I'm doing how is it making my life better? Right. So, how does my life get better if I argue with you about politics? How does my life get better if I debate you about whether we should wear masks or not wear masks? What is the benefit?
1: It's it's a, a form, I think, of trying to exert control. Yeah. yeah. Which if you're having if you and I are having a discussion, a civil discussion about a, a political candidate where I I, I state, well I, I think this is the reason mm-hmm. you know, my and then you state it and we have a dialogue. I'm not trying to control you. You're not trying to control me. We're just sharing. Mm-hmm. That's different than what you're talking about. I'm not trying to control. I'm just I'm just informing you. Yeah. And yeah. you're doing the same with me, but unfortunately, that's a lost start now. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's the same with the mask or I can remember all the debates about motorcycle helmets and seat belts and mm-hmm. you know, all these things you uh, you want to win.
0: So the rubber meets the road in the reality of all right. I get it, Eric and Jeff, that I don't have any control. I get it. I, I can't change all the circumstances. So what do I do? So how how am I supposed to how am I supposed to be healthy in that regard? Um, because I get it. I know. I don't. That what's my option? What what are my what are my go tos now?
1: Well, if we're we're talking about the uh... Um, competencies that we, that we use in six seconds practice, mm-hmm. uh, things like you know your noble goal—that's kind of the north star, the thing that that keeps you, mm-hmm. you know, focused—and then to to help you stay focused on that north star is how you're going to navigate these emotions, which is another one of the competencies. How am I going to get through this? Uh, you know my my annoying neighbor that has seventy five signs in their front yard, and mm-hmm. you know you can't see the back of the car for the bumper stickers and they want to talk to you every time you're out mowing the yard <laughs> or or whatever it is. how yeah. am I going to navigate that? Yeah. How am I going to keep focused on what is really important to me?
0: Um, yeah, because you know you you make a great point, um, and it goes even beyond that that annoying neighbor, right it's It's this idea about understanding or being on the journey to understand why are you here? Mm -hmm. What is your noble goal? Mm -hmm. And I think when you find that and the process, the journey to finding it, it does shorten your list a bit. Mm -hmm. You start to understand that there are certain things that are worth and there are certain things that are not worth. And I think, I know for me, It also has a form of accountability, Mm -hmm. because if my noble goal is something that I talk about, that I've lived out, is consistent, then I got to be very careful in going down rabbit holes that would compromise that. Right. And I'm not saying that, Jeff, because I've got thousands and thousands of people who are just waiting to see what I do next. But if I don't show up with my best self to our clients, to Mm -hmm. our audience here, if I just mail it in because I'm so preoccupied with things that I have no control over, is it really going to be its best? No, and I
1: think it's even more important internally when you're following that noble goal, Mm -hmm. Uh, when you can do that and not worry about how you're coming across, but you're Focusing on being that best self, following what is important to you, mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff will kind of fall into
0: place. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you think of any other competencies that someone might want to explore that it, as it relates to dealing with you know circumstances, recognizing patterns. Okay.
1: To to pay attention to if this happens, how do I normally react? And. Or do I normally respond, which is different. Reaction is unthinking, mm-hmm. knee-jerk, you know, you use whatever, but a response yeah. is thought out. Yeah. You know, we talk about the six seconds to get your brain back under control. It could be yeah. as short as the six seconds. It could be a week or a month yeah. for your response. Yeah. Uh, so focusing on that, am I getting the the result that I want
0: mm-hmm.
1: with this pattern? Yeah. And if it's a good pattern, man... Make you know, carve it in stone. Make sure that you pay attention to it. Yeah. If it's a if it's a pattern that's not getting you the kind of result you want, then pay attention to it and and be Think aware when you're falling into it.
0: Right, because that's the pathway for making change. Right, where mm-hmm. you you understand that maybe this pattern is not serving me well, no. and therefore I got to figure out maybe what's the the next one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I would just. Uh, also point out to the audience that, you know, again, we mentioned it in the part one of this episode is that you're going to face some resistance in the beginning Mm -hmm. if you haven't been practicing this. The goal is to get to a place where you have a practice. Mm -hmm. And, and 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 I don't, I know I'm kind of giving mixed definitions there. There's practice as in activity and what you do and practice as in I have a practice of meditation. I have a practice of you know, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. And the idea is you want to get this to the point of where you're actively proactively going to these competencies and, and, and realizing that I have tools that as a human being, I've been given to be able to do what we're talking about here. Uh, You won't be perfect because no one is, but you more than likely, I mean, and there's, Research around it, Jeff, and we've seen it. The most successful people, and success is defined by the individual, mm-hmm. not by me, not by Spirit of EQ, but typically, most successful people have higher levels of emotional intelligence. Yeah, and they didn't get there by accident. It wasn't a gift from above. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't because your family was from X or your, you know, your dad was a, you know, a, a senator or your mom was a judge. Mm-hmm. That this is the work that we all can do and when we do because EQ is learnable. Um, so those are some good competencies. I I, I also would like to, to kind of throw out a bit of a warning um, because I, I get it. There's some people that maybe they won't stick to it and they – and, and my hope is always, because I'm, I'm, optimism is, is, is where I, I lean in virtually every situation, that, that maybe they'll see the importance of it. Not, again, because Spirit of EQ has a podcast and says that you should do it, but just because it will make your life better. It's proven. Mm-hmm. We, we've got that. Science will prove it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the danger of waiting. The danger of, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I will. That sounds like a good idea. Check back with me. I, I would hope that everybody out there would embrace what I call optimistic urgency. Mm-hmm. Not because you're going to go morbid and think, oh, today could be the last day. Or, you know, I've heard this multiple times in this wacky 2020. Well, what if I get COVID-19? Okay. But having optimistic urgency that we don't know how much time we have. And we should not take that for granted, that we should put our energy into doing all that we can. I've always found it fascinating, Jeff, that in America, we will put all kinds of work, all kinds of time and effort into career. Mm -hmm. But what gets left in the dust is our mental, spiritual, emotional, physical health. And I know some folks it's a it's a retirement game, right if I, i'll, I'll do, I'm gonna get I, once I get over there, Jeff, then I'm gonna start exercising, then I'm gonna pay attention to the kids then i'm gonna and it's too late because nobody lives on hold man
1: no and i I think if somebody is wanting to to get involved with this to to start working on it, start small yes, you know let, let's say. A good place to start would be maybe the uh emotional literacy, mm-hmm. simple you know at the end of the day, think back about your day. you know I have to spend a lot of time man when when Eric did this, I felt that yeah, you know just simple you're now you're starting to become aware of the emotions and then you can move on or uh if recognizing patterns is one you want to look at, just pay attention to it. It's not uh, some huge amount of time, uh, you know, things like that, but
0: just start paying attention. Well, the beauty of what you described there too, Jeff, is that by starting small, you can build your pace – That's right for you. It's easier to have some success when you start small. Yeah. And, you know, the resources that we have available to folks through our multiple channels, whether it be social media or website, um, obviously the podcast, um, there's all kinds of things you can do. Um, And I would just I just want to stress to you, don't put it off, Mm -hmm. Um, because many people have been caught being very blunt about it. They're exposed by time, mm-hmm. and ladies and gentlemen, time is undefeated. you know uh, I don't know if this is the right place to to mention this, but you know we've been
1: talking a lot about 2020 yes, and you know this the weird circumstances that we're we're dealing with now, this is not just for 2020.
0: Thank you, exactly, Jeff. <laughs> It's for 2021. It's for 2022, if we're so fortunate to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So. That's, that's, that's very important to say. Jeff, it was great seeing you again today, and I really enjoyed this uh, two-parter, our first. Uh, hopefully, audience, you guys uh, got a lot out of it, and um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you much. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff. You're with me, as always. Yes. So how do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, do you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how
1: to make better ones, and it's always good for us So to we're, we're not
0: the perfect podcast hosts?
1: We're close. Okay, all but, right. But, but not, still, not totally we want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it'll, it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think.
0: Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or, or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us, right Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Hi everyone, this is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today, I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So. Yes. How do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at
1: info at spirit That's
0: awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcast, do yes. you think that'd
1: be good? I think that would be great because one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So to we're, hear- we're not
0: the perfect podcast hosts.
1: We're close okay but, all right but, but not, still, not totally we want perfect. your feedback
0: we want your feedback
1: but it'll it also might uh let us know a new subject hey we need to dig deeper into that yeah. so let us know what you think
0: cool we really appreciate that as always too there is social media linkedin facebook and we also have a youtube channel those also have mechanisms or or options for you to be able to leave a comment a like or those kind of things just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us right jeff right we appreciate you all thank you once again we really appreciate you tuning in today one of the things that jeff and i want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast it was not intended to take the place of a clinician In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based and it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way.